0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host, Mark Metry. I'm super excited for today's episodes. You know, I actually, I just like love to break down misconceptions because I think a lot of the times, like I look at how we perceive the world almost as if like our mind has this immune system, right? We talk about the immune system, viruses, COVID and everything. Well, our mind also has an immune system. It has a mental immune system. And this is what stops us from getting the truth, this is what stops us from progressing in our ideas, in our heads, and I feel like misconceptions are a big, big, big aspect that actually keep people stuck in life and in their thinking. And so today's episode is all about breaking down some really important um, misconceptions that maybe you have, maybe people around you have, and I wanted to break these down because these misconceptions actually hurt a lot of people, okay? Um, and so before we get started, I just want to give a quick quick announcement, two things. So every week I or every other week, I run these workshops. It's basically like an hour and a half session where you can join in. And basically we go deep in on this stuff much more advanced step by step. We take it uh, easy, we make it practical. Check the link out before for the next uh, workshop, the next virtual event next week. Um, And then also, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, how can I take this to the next level? How can I, uh, you know, take action in my life? The easiest way to do that is check out my 45-day online course. It's this nine-week affordable program that literally takes you through day by day by day step by step by step This is what you got to do. This is what you got to learn. Here's how you do it and it literally walks you through It's very interactive. You can do it by yourself. It's totally self-paced And then also if you need help with me, you can also directly reach out to me as well So number one, what's the biggest misconception? I don't think that I'm not ranking these in terms of order This is just based off what I know so Number one biggest misconception is if you have any sort of mental health problems, it means that you don't have a connection to God or it means your family doesn't love you. And personally for me, like as someone who grew up in a Christian household, I can't tell you how many times this was echoed to me of like, hey, just pray to God until your problems go away And, oh, if you still have problems, if you still have anxiety, if you still have worries, oh, it means that you're not praying hard enough. It means that you don't have a connection to God. And, oh, you just need to go to church or you need to go to the temple or you need to go to the mosque. And so I literally have no problem whatsoever with church or God or praying or anything like that at all. And, in fact, those things can actually be really helpful for your mental health, but it's not a silver bullet. It's not a magic pill. And so like this is the same exact thing of telling someone like hey instead of wearing a seatbelt and not drinking alcohol to drive safely Just close your eyes and pray and hope that nothing happens And the reality is, is that's just not how life works guys Nothing is absolute and we know that this is not how it works because there are literally priests There are people who are high in different religious communities who literally kill themselves who have mental health problems and they're very religious, they're very connected to God, but yet they still fall these. And it's it's sort of to understand, like, oh, this is a this is sort of a medical issue. This has nothing to do really with God or church, or if you have this problem, then there's something. No, 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 that's not how this works. Okay. I hope that makes sense. Number two is only certain people in the world experience mental health issues that's a huge misconception only certain people experience mental health issues almost as if like oh there's only a certain people in the world that have heart conditions there's only a certain percentage of people in the world who you know get dementia for example mental health does not work the same way and the reason why i say that is because if you have a physical body you have the capacity for physical health If you have a brain, you have the capacity for mental health, okay? And so a lot of the times people who say this, people who say like, oh, you know, only certain people in the world have mental health issues, a lot of the times people who say this are actually people who suffer from mental health issues unknowingly. Um, and, And like usually there are signs that you can see. So for example, like they're drinking alcohol every day, They may have anger uh, spurts or anger problems. Um, Maybe they're trying to like suppress their voice or they have trouble speaking up and being authentic or they're trying to suppress their memories. These are all like very subtle signs that you do have underlying mind and brain health issues. Number three, mental health automatically means that you are sort of mentally ill and broken. This is also false, and the reason why is because, like I said in the, in the previous misconception, everybody has a capacity for mental health, but not everybody has a mental illness. And if you don't know, generally speaking, a mental illness comes from years, or if not decades, decades. Of neglected abuse of repeated behaviors that wear and tear the psychological framework for your brain down to the point of you not really being able to control your life. And for some, that may look like you know being clinically depressed, not able to get out of bed, or it could be you know hardcore addiction and homelessness issues for other people. And this is a very serious problem. And you know, personally for me, like I found myself at 18 on the verge of mental illness when I found myself obese and suicidal and depressed and socially isolated from my friends and family. But luckily, I was able to climb out of that and recover and heal. But many others aren't so lucky. Number four, social anxiety means that there's something wrong with you as a person. Here's the thing, guys. If you have social anxiety, there's something wrong, but not with you. So not who you are as Jeff, Jeffrey or Jessica or Travis, but maybe there's a glitch or an error at your brain or nervous system level. And, you know, similar to getting a flat tire and then taking your car to the mechanic, he or she doesn't say, oh, we we need to throw away your whole car. Your whole car is broken. No, instead, they just look at one part and they're like, hey, let's just fix this tire. And a common sort of frame that I tell people is like, hey, you don't have social anxiety. Your conscious mind doesn't have social anxiety, but your brain has social anxiety. Your default nervous system that is untrained has social anxiety. And again, a different way to think about this is like, would you tell someone who broke their leg or had a heart attack, that they're broken. No, you you don't say that because that's not true. And it works the same way when it comes to social anxiety and mental health. Number five, this is a big one. Mental health treatment only consists of medication and talk therapy. False. The reality is, is that there are many, 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 many other forms of treatment. And there's also many other forms of therapy. So uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, uh, psychotherapy. Um, In my 45 day program, there's actually an entire week about exposing yourself, which is inspired from exposure therapy. And there's so many other treatments as well. There is uh, looking at your nutrition, looking at your gut microbiome, looking at your neurotransmitters, looking at your ner- neurology, looking at how you move throughout the day, looking at sleep, precision, precision supplementation, uh, creating a community, reinventing your identity. These are all treatments for mental health and and in fact, like what I've even found and why I'm even mentioning this misconception is that a lot of people expect like, oh, once I go on medication... And once I go to talk therapy once a week, all of a sudden, all my mental health problems go away. And the reality is, is like the same way that if you broke your leg, medication and therapy is like going to the doctor and, you know, getting your foot in a cast. You still have to do physical therapy on your own. You still have to do a lot of other treatments to help feel. And so it's really important that we talk about this multi-channel approach because that's really where people get the best long-term, lifelong results. Number six, and this is a huge one. I didn't know this until I was 18. People who don't use drugs get good grades, have amazing families, and achieve a lot and make money don't have any mental health issues false if anything I've seen that people who are sort of type a people who are very driven people who take a lot of action people who are very focused people who want the best for their life they often you know may sort of be fighting an uphill battle because a lot of the times this need for success this need for achievement this need for happiness can actually be born out of misery right because if you're a happy person you don't want anything but if you're unhappy if you're poor if you are um you know if you don't have a lot then you you want you want you want you want you want, you want. And a lot of the times, like, you know, you get those good grades or you have that successful business or you make that money. And then all of a sudden you realize, like, oh, wait, my problem still didn't go away. And I know for me personally, like, that's really where a lot of my mental health journey started. It came from me finally becoming a successful entrepreneur, getting the validation, getting the money, getting the success that I wanted and still being like oh wait like that doesn't make me happy oh wait that doesn't actually fix my mental health problems this is actually a different skill in it of itself that i actually need to learn okay so this is a huge 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 misconception number 7 mental health is a mindset problem this is false mental health and anxiety it's actually a combination of your body your biochemistry, your physiology, uh, your brain problem. It's more about the the sort of chemicals and your neurotransmitter biochemical function than it actually is about your conscious control of your thoughts and your attitude. And we know this because there's a lot of people who have great mindsets. There's a lot of people who are very positive or try to be who are very kind. And they face a ton of mental health issues and they get beaten And broken down and they get depressed and sometimes even suicidal and it's because they're trying to fix a mental health problem with a kindness mindset solution again being kind is amazing being positive is great having a great mindset is super important for sure but having that is not going to fix your brain it's not going to fix your mental health issues these are a different set of problems that you need to learn new skills in order to manage and handle with at a daily basis. Now, the last misconception here is that mental health is every day. It's not like, oh, I used to be depressed and then I started doing this thing and then now I'm just happy and I never face any problems again. No, guys, mental health is an everyday aspect the same exact way that like hey you don't expect to go to the gym for a year and then get a six-pack and then retain that six-pack for ten years even when you're not going to the gym and so it's really important to realize that this is a this is a journey this is you every single day and while there are significant strides while there are significant seasons Uh, or checkpoints, so to speak, on your journey where you can really feel different, where you can truly feel like you have different parts of your brain back and you're more of yourself. You also have to realize this is a lifelong process. And what happens is when you realize it's a lifelong process, of course, it's going to get better. But you also realize that hey, if you have a bad day or, hey, if you get unhappy or if you get a little anxious or depressed, it's not the end of the world because this is meant to be a 24-hour journey. And so I hope that, guys, I hope that helped for you guys. I hope that helped clear up some misconceptions. Feel free to DM me on Instagram, DM me on Twitter, shoot me a message on LinkedIn. Let me know which one of these misconceptions was your favorite. And, yeah, last but not least, I would say... If you wanna get more resources to learn more about this, what's super actionable, then go to the link in my bio, or not my bio, <laughs> go to the link in the podcast description, uh, or also go to my website, markmetry.com slash program, and you'll see all details on where, how you can sign up for my online course, my 45-day program, and you can actually learn about how to take this into your own life, integrate it into your lifestyle, and get long-term results and kick social anxiety out. This has been your host, Mark Medrick.